Welcome to another episode. Shouts to Carrie for covering my duty so we can actually get this filmed. I'm Monica, joined today by Nicole and Mutabur. And we have a special guest today for you guys. Yay. Welcome. Thanks, guys. My name's Taryn. I'm here to just, you know, be a special guest. Yes. Because she is definitely our fitness <laughs> goal. Fit. She's, oh she's the goal. She's goal. Everything. Currently yeah. pregnant. Not a fitness goal right now. But No, but you're my pregnancy goals now. Yeah. Yes. Now yes. Like, you're what I would like to look like when I'm pregnant. Yeah. Okay. It won't happen, but I'll we'll take try. that, guys. I'll take that. I'm going to be a whale. <laughs> No, we won't. Yeah, I'm going to blow up. Stop it. Like a blowfish. We're on our way to achieving. So we're not. This is a positive zone. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We're going to look. I had a really bad morning. (laughs) It's okay. Bloating happens. It's okay. okay. (laughs) This Um, week we're covering um, fitness. fitness. And we're specifically going to be talking about um, something that we've all started a journey with. Intermittent fasting. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Taryn will be talking about what were your questions again? So Taryn, yeah, she'll be focusing basically just on, so she used to do shows, like you Mm -hmm. used to show for fitness, like in the fitness world. Bodybuilding was was it? I was a bodybuilder. So you wanted me to talk about like how I got into it, what a meal plan kind of looks like. Yeah. So our first question is why, why you started that, like your fitness journey? Like, cause you weren't Um, into like, you like didn't even really work out before you started that I was like up and down with it didn't know what I was doing I was kind of like that like really skinny girl that would go to the gym like real skinny and I was like I'm gonna just be a power cardio and I was like a cardio bunny yeah that really didn't serve a purpose for me and then um I uh I was dating someone who'd go to the gym we went together and we went through a really bad breakup and the gym that we used to go to uh world gym miss saga uh has a ton of competitors it was like known as a competitor's gym Mm -hmm. and so you're just like surrounded by these people who take fitness so seriously and like are on another level and uh, so I started to connect with those people and then I was like okay I needed to focus I went through a really bad breakup and then that's Mm -hmm. where all my energy went because um it sort of helped me mentally uh big time but also physically um, and just keeping that focus and learning how to have willpower again. So that's kind of how I got into bodybuilding. I did a regional show and I took first. And yes. Then- yes, you did. <laughs> she did. I did. And that was super exciting. I did the King Kong Naturals. Um, and then I did the um, Natural Provincials and I took third. And that was a yes, top three. That was a top three. So it was actually, it. I was nationally qualified and I've lost my national qualifications because I, uh, injured myself in China and, mm-hmm. and had some issues. So if I ever get back into bodybuilding, I have to start from square one, but I probably won't. So just a little background. Taryn's been teaching for eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Something like that. Long eight? time. She's yeah. Middle school. K to five. Spec ed. She's doing comm class right now. Mm-hmm. She's got it all. She mm-hmm. opened, helped to open a school in China, mm-hmm. which is where she kind of stopped fitness because you got hurt in China. Yeah, I continued working Not out. Not stopped, but, but I um, modified. So I'm really young, but like it can, if you don't learn your exercises. So like the one thing I'll say is like pay a coach if you're going to be in the gym and you're trying to lift heavy and you're trying to do all of these crazy things that you're watching other people do because your form means everything. And for a while I didn't have a coach and I'm, you know, squatting and I'm doing deadlifts and, you know, it really 
puts a lot of strain and stress on your back. And so mm-hmm. I actually have five degenerative discs in my lower lumbar. Oh I'm only wow. 32, so it's pretty early to have that many back issues. Yeah. Um, so in China, I sort of found that out and did a CT scan, and I had bulging discs then, and now and I seem to be a lot better, but, you know, I'm not lifting the same way I was. I have a, I have a question for you. Um, when you started doing your, um, when you started this journey, I'm sure you came across some challenges, like mentally staying focused. How did you... How did you she through? definitely did. She definitely <laughs> came across challenges. Uh, every time. And the snort comes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure every Yeah. I mean, okay. So when you're like at the bottom of the barrel, your own barrel, and you're like, damn, I, like I can't even, like there's no ladder to get out and you feel like everything's compiling on top of you, you sort of just dig deep. And because... I have a winning mentality. I was like, I'm going to win this. This is mine. Like, no one's taking this from me. Um, I just kind of, like, plunged through it. The only thing I would say is, like, at lunchtimes. <laughs> the <laughs> worst. She's I the would worst. go around smelling people's food. She would <laughs> sniff my food. Like you'd be sitting there, you just heated up, gross. you like yeah. sit down and she'd be giving you like those eyes. And like, <laughs> it was like the, the look you're giving me right now. And it was like one of those, like, sure, you can smell can, it. Can I just like, just smell your food? Like, can I just, and it wasn't even like she would smell the whole dish. Yeah. She would pick up small amounts. Like she would cut it for you, pick up small amounts and sniff them out like individually. Yeah. So if you had like, let's say you were having stir fry, she would pull up the steak and she would like sniff the steak. And then she would lift like the dessert rice. was a big thing. Dessert so, like, I brownies. Lived, yeah. I lived through yeah. smelling other people's dessert. Yeah. Oh okay. Goodness. So we have coping mechanisms yeah. yeah scratch and sniff we're primary that's okay but she she was next level like i definitely if i have to sniff like if i'm sniffing you kind of want to lick it i'm something. licking <laughs> like, it's, not just, it's not just a sniff like it's the full out so so i would say that um the other thing was um because it was like a struggling time in my life i was actually i i seen a psychologist who's lovely she's a cognitive behavioral therapist mm-hmm. so she helped me like stay really mentally strong like emotionally and then I journal write so like if I was having a bad day I just write in my journal so um I'm someone who has to keep my mental health in check but going to the gym and having that focus I'm a very type a personality so having that routine and knowing what's coming next and knowing that like when you have a coach and people are watching you and you're representing that coach yourself, that team, it's like, I can't let all these people yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're accountable for not just yourself, but yeah. yeah, there's more accountability for sure. Yeah. yeah. And we're lucky that we pay into our benefits. So if you are another teacher listening to your teacher in Ontario, you actually pay benefits and you have access to therapy. Yeah, that is paid for by you because you're buying your mm-hmm. benefits. I still see my psychologist. She's yeah. fabulous. So important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can buy our gratitude journal on yes. Teachers Pay Teachers if you want to get into journaling. Yeah. It's actually a really sweet journal. Yeah, it's good to be thankful for things. And how did you so how how long until it was habit forming where you're like, this is now my new way of life? So how did you start? How'd you start? Well, how'd you get into that? I got I got in, I got a coach and then I was given a meal plan based on what our goals were because I was really thin. I lost a ton of weight after that breakup. So I actually had to put on 30 pounds. It was 119 pounds. I had to put Whoa. on 30 pounds. 
I did that. I did about 10 pounds a month. So I put on a solid 30 and then you go through the cuts. So then you're just going through different meal plans and you sit down and you talk with your coach and they look at your age, your sex, your dietary restrictions, what your goals are. And then you're just eating clean and you're weighing your food and you're cooking your own food. I mean, you can use a meal prep service, but that's really expensive and I was broke. So that wasn't happening. Um, what What is an example then, of like your meal plan? Like what was an example of what you would eat in a day? Well, in my, in my, in my but... prep, it was like, you know, you would have your, uh, you were allowed to have a certain type of toast in the morning. So I had like Ezekiel bread and then you would have like two cups of egg whites because they're more filling, but then you're, you're not having that high cholesterol. And then, um, you would have, sometimes you would be allowed to have fruit, but it would be like a certain fruit and a certain amount of fruit, like Mm -hmm. a half a cup or a quarter cup or something like that. Um, and then, you know, your lunches are typically a lean protein, fish, chicken. Um, sometimes you would have beef a couple times a week, especially being a woman and making sure that your iron levels are really good. And then um, your your carbs. So you're looking at your complex carbs, right? You're not just going and having French fries and things like that. So things like quinoa and um, certain types of rice, uh, brown rice, things that are more easily digestible, Um so you're taking a look at at food in a different way because yeah you want to fill yourself up you want to feel full, um, but then you want to choose things that you're digesting well and that are going to work for you when you're in the gym. So the other piece to dieting and the other piece to um, working out is is even carb cycling and knowing when to have a higher carb day or a lower carb day. So this carb, carb cycling. Carb cycling. It's big. Oh, and it's big. for legal reasons. None of us are healthcare professionals no. or nutritionists, oh, yes. so yes. we are yeah. not telling you what you can no. and can't eat, but Definitely we are not recommending we are... nutritionists yeah. in your life. This is just what a, a base. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, you know, you're, you're portion controlling yourself. You're eating, you know, five to six small meals a day, and then, you know, your carb cycling depending on the day. Um, if it was a leg day or a back day, those are typically really heavy days in the gym for bodybuilders. So you're getting more carbs on either the day before or that day so that they're being used for a purpose, right? You're, you're, you're feeding your muscles in order to tear them apart. Mm-hmm. And then um, on high cardio days, if you have to do like a conditioning circuit in the morning, that would be your lower carb day. So that way you're actually burning an excess amount of um, calories. calories. Mm-hmm. How was it for your mental though? Because I can only imagine the struggle of like coming to a rough time and then doing something that releases so many endorphins. So was it like a healing process? 100%. That's like the perfect word. Yes. It was my healing process for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some people like need to go on a vacation. Some people need to take a walk in the forest. Some people, I, I just focused on something that gave me the structure that I needed when I felt so unstructured. I feel like what you did requires a lot of effort, so much effort, and you have to be in the right mental state. Yes. And um, like, it's just, it's a lot to embark. But I think what we're doing is a little bit more sustainable and easier to kind of put your toe in the water and start off with, right? When we're ch- talking well, about I think it's easier. Yeah. Like, I tried to do Taryn. Taryn put me up with a program, and it worked, but the food was hard. Like, I... I'm not, first of all, I've struggled with, with food, with food. I have a major food issue in general. I've been mm-hmm. anorexic. I've starved myself. And for me, that's like the automatic, like easy way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't like food. 
Like I like food, but I don't like food. Mm -hmm. And so like I tried and it worked, like it worked, but it was just the food was not there for me. Like if I'm eating, I want to enjoy it. And I wasn't enjoying having chicken, sweet potatoes and broccoli or spinach. It was fuel. Yeah. 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 You eat to fuel for the first for the first little while. And I guess for me, it was like having that structure and learning what foods work for me um, has set me up for like even post bodybuilding and now pregnancy. Like um, I've talked to many pregnant women. They're like, oh, I'm eating like crap. Like I eat this and this. And, and for me, like I crave fruits, I crave yeah, you vegetables. Don't. You don't eat bad at all. I don't like, I'll have a muffin. I'll, I, I don't deprive myself of chocolate, but I've come to a point where I understand my body so well that when I am feeling lethargic, like typically I'm, I'm a pescatarian. So if I'm feeling lethargic, I know that I need to take either a B12 supplement. Um, now that I'm pregnant, I eat meat. So I'll go out and I'll, I'll have like uh, pho, like beef mm-hmm. pho or something like that. So I can get that, that yeah. beef in me. But like, it's good to take a look at food, pick some foods, stay consistent with them for a little while, have your body adapt to them and then sort of play around mm-hmm. with there, see what you're feeling and what you're missing in regards to your energy level, your mood, yeah. mm-hmm. um, your skin everything plays a role. Are you constipated? Are you not constipated? Honestly, my biggest thing I would say to anyone is start with water. That's going to be my question for you. You drank a ton of water and you still do. How much water were you drinking in a day Um, or are drinking in a day? I'm still drinking about four to seven liters of water a day. How many cups is that? I have no clue. That's a, it's many cups. (laughs) That's that's inquiry based for our students. Yeah, yeah. Miss COVID. Somebody DM us and tell us how many cups that is. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It seems like a lot. And yes, people are always like, "Oh my God, how many times do you pee?" And I'm like, "You're your body." At the beginning, for sure, you're like, "Oh my God!" Like, tag team. I gotta go all the time, all the time. And then it just sort of your body knows when your breaks are because, especially as a teacher, you know when your breaks are. We so, never get to leave yeah, the children yeah. ever. So I would say start with water and I would say start with um, some some light intermittent fasting. So like, you know, having your meal. Um, so what is intermittent fasting for those people that do not know? There's lots of different ways to do it. So the way I like to do it is my fast would start after I have my dinner and I'm not carb loading at dinner time. I'm eating a good complex meal, lots of veggies, um, a good amount of protein and Mm -hmm. good complex carbs. And yes, take a look at the new Canada food guide because there's lots of different ways you can, you know, organize your plate. Um, you know, you can always end your night with, uh, like a dandelion root tea because those help with digestion. Um, and then your body's working. <laughs> Nicole's okay, like, you should say, you can't see my face. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see Nicole's face, but she was like, mm, oh. I don't know about that. Like, she just <laughs> smelled some fresh poo. Like, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know about that. Oh, like, so five, I understand real. its benefits. What? But, dandelion root tea? Uh, but so don't yummy. like it. You don't like dandelion root? No, I've never tried it, so it's I'd really like good. to try it, actually. It's really good. I'm, Put I'm a little honey in it if you want, if you need that sweet component. Yeah. To mask the flavor. I love dandelion <laughs> She does. So she good. loves it. It's not for me, but I have weird taste. It tastes like B.O. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like a flower. Yeah. But essentially. Anyways, so it, then you sleep through the night, you wake up. You can, so if you have a coffee in the morning, um, try and have your coffee black or yeah. because 
that's so much better for you. Milk and dairy is, I'm like a big non-milk and dairy person. That's yeah. just me. We're not supposed me. to drink it. We're not supposed for to. for baby cows. It's def- yeah. Thank you. Right? 100%. Yeah. It's for baby cows. Yeah. yeah. But if you drink milk, we're not a hater. No. We're not <laughs> hater-rating. Monica. You're fine. But you could have, like, have, like you could alternate, like, do a almond milk or a coconut milk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do something that's, like, still giving mm-hmm. you what you need, the nutrients you need, but you're yeah. not, yeah. you know. And then you're, when you have a coffee on a fasted stomach in the morning, it speeds up your metabolism. You want to make sure you're still drinking lots of water in the morning. So, like, wake up. Drink a, like a cup, three, two cups? glasses of water right when you wake up, right? You're going to pee. It's going to go through your system. You're going to feel full for another couple hours. But women don't really When did need... you stop your fast? So you started right after dinner. Yeah. So And then when was your stop? So let's Normally say six, around like 9 a.m. I would eat. Okay. So, so I from would... 6 to, to 9-ish. My you. fasts were typically, yeah. Like okay. anywhere between that? 12 and 13. 16 hours. 13 to 14. Fasting essentially is literally fasting for a certain amount of time. And typically yeah. what people do is the 16 to 8, which is kind of the more sustainable. 16 hour ways. fast. So 16 hour fast. And that's what I started off with. I would start um, my fast at 6 p.m. after my dinner and then go next day 16 hours Um till 10 10 a.m yeah and that just kind of works with our schedule with the nutrition breaks and everything yeah you also mm. like as a woman sorry as women we have to be careful with how long and how much we're fasting and equally like um i used to be uh hypoglycemic so my sugar would go low when i first started competing it was really hard for me to eat at certain points because i used to always have to keep my sugar really high but i think i've actually reversed that so like my fast can't be as long because my body just can't, needs the fuel sooner. Mm, yeah. So like, and you yeah. need to feel that out. Too. You know what yeah. someone writes in a book or says, or like what we're talking about. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work for you. Like starting with a ten-hour yeah. fast, like ten-hour sleeping fast, is a great way to start. Wake up in the morning, have a coffee, and then you know eat a meal. But yeah. you, whatever you're breaking your fast with, meal-wise, needs to be. Um, pretty much your healthiest meal okay. as well so like your fruits, the first the first meal your yeah. fruits should be in the morning because you're going to use those sugars throughout the day so you're not they're how not many turning fruits into do you fat. eat in a day mm, you know i have like a little bit of grape a little bit, like i have about three a combination of three different fruits in like a bento box so like I fill up a pretty big thing of fruit now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't always but a like big three, fruit eater. three, three I would a day, say like three fruits. Okay. And you want to have them in the morning because then you're you're not you storing them as fat. You're using the yeah. energy, um, and it's nice fruits. I don't know. I always associate fruit with the morning, and then you know think about like you want to have a healthy fat. So like like you said, almond milk or coconut yeah. milk or like so a good. flax cereal, something that's going to get your avocado. digestive. Yeah, avocado like toast. Yeah. You know oh, things like that. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I like too how we're not villainizing sugar. We're allowing that moment, Absolutely. but it's oh, in. Can't cut fruits. it out. Yeah, it's in. But even if you, you have know, like dark chocolate or a muffin, like I think I'm a big person of like deprivation makes people want things more. And <laughs> I can tell you, my question to you from bodybuilding: yeah. when you're told you can't eat something, that's all you can think about. Yeah. So yeah. if you go home and you're like, after dinner, I want a sweetie. Have the sweetie. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't go over the deep end and have the cake, but like have a sweetie, have a couple pieces of dark chocolate, like make those good choices. Have Just make them a healthier sugar, like a healthier choice. Like you're not doing like full milk chocolate. Yeah. Like, like cause you're when doing people like, are like dark fast, chocolate. I'm like, yes, fast food. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I get 
Get this diet. Drive through. The queen of drive through. <laughs> but um, I find like if I say to myself, oh my God, I'm dieting and I'm never going to have this sweet or this chocolate. And I love chocolate and sweets and any kind of junk food I love. So I've struggled with that. And if I say in my mental, mentally, if I'm saying, okay, this is my diet and I'm not going to do it, then I know I'm going to have a breaking point. And what Mm -hmm. I love about the intermittent fasting is I'm saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to be in calorie deficit because I'm doing this fasting for this amount of time. So I'm allowed I'm allowed to do this on the weekends. I'm allowed to be, you know, obviously everything in moderation, but I'm allowed to eat moderation. And I think that's where we're coming from with like what we're doing right now is we don't want to be deprived. Like I don't, I love, we should tell them what we're doing now. We're trying intermittent fasting and we are on our first week of alternate day fasting. So what the three of us have done is we are basically six to six. So mm-hmm. we eat regular cal- within our calories. Mutabur is not calorie counting. We're Monica and Nicole counting. are. My and um, I love my mm-hmm. fitness pal. Sponsor my us, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just send us money right away. <laughs> and we're doing, so we eat in our calories on Saturday, in our calories on Sunday, but we stop eating at 6 p.m. Sunday night. And then we don't eat again until Monday. So we're doing 24 hours. Um, at 6 p.m. is our first meal and we stay within about 500 to 600 calories for the meal from six and then we eat normal Tuesday stop fasting at six don't eat for 24 hours mm-hmm. and continue on and then Saturday is just like basically a regular yeah, Saturday day and Sunday and it works for us so so far we've been doing it for a week um I'm down three pounds hey! how's yeah. your sleep been unreal good yeah like probably better than okay. normal, which is interesting, I think. But I also work out like twice a day. Yeah, you go mm-hmm. to the gym, yeah. I'm As a well. secret eater, so I find this so hard because yeah. anytime I'm by myself, I'm just like, I could just go through drive through and hide the evidence. No one will know. And then I'm like, but no, you'll keep driving. You've keep done very driving. well actually this week. Yeah. You've been offered a few times for fat, secret like secret eating order food is in. hard. Yeah, I'm a secret. Like people are like talk about it in shows and i'm like that's me up at two going to the fridge having pumpkin Wait till pie you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna secret eat a pregnancy yeah is no. down two pounds yes. which is amazing eight and that is sticks. eight sticks of butter <laughs> i'm so impressed i love it eight sticks of butter and that's remember crazy. yeah the biggest thing is also don't go by what the scale says either this is my biggest struggle. And as you know, because you've known me for a long, long yeah. time, I struggle fat. so hard with the scale. Muscle and I'm still... weighs more than fat, number one. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, especially if you're working out. Yeah. And the scale doesn't tell you everything. Like, Mm-mm. it really doesn't. So don't become obsessed over it. Go by, like, it's how hard. your body looks and how you feel in clothes and how you feel naked. That's a really big one, too. Yeah. How you feel naked. Because you had to gain 30 pounds for mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So, like, your 140 Nothing or 130 me. looks totally different oh, yeah. than, like, my my 130, which would have been, like, a more marshmallowy, <laughs> soft 130. But you, know? you can see, like, even though you haven't weighed yourself this week, like, we took photos. Our biggest thing right now is progress photos. Progress like, photos we're trying, are key. We're trying, yeah. And we're trying, I'm trying very hard not to focus on the scale, mm-hmm. but... It's I tough. am too. And I find that hard at the beginning when we started working out. <laughs> Some of them a sad jelly person. And then I'm like, a well, contained jelly. I'm, I'm, I'm a jelly too. And my whole life, I've said this before, I haven't worked out. 
And when I did start working out, I was gaining weight as opposed yeah. to losing weight. That's And that's me. Like, I and worked I was, out twice a day. I was and, really upset. Yeah. I was like, why am I not losing weight? I'm working out. But I was gaining muscle. Well, I come to Let's talk to, yeah. about to those because those happen too. Always. You have to change your diet and you have to change your system. It's so hard. even with intermittent fasting and the type of fasting you're doing, you may plateau, which means that you're going to need to re-look at how you're fasting and what you're eating yeah and that's because your body will get used to your eating habits and will burn calories according to what you're eating and how you're eating so you have to kind of shake that up Mm -hmm. yeah and this isn't going to work for everybody like that's important no diet is one like one One size fits all yeah yeah even for bodybuilding there's no diet that one size fits all and i I am going to say like get yourself organized Get some good Tupperware, plan some of your meals, pre-cut your fruit and veggies. It's like take that time on a Sunday night or whatever when your kids are asleep and just plan a little bit ahead because you're going to thank yourself because it's going to help you stay consistent and on top of things and you're not going to feel as stressed. Yeah. And I think it's important to know like one meal, like one bad meal, one cheat meal doesn't no, doesn't make or break your success. Yeah, no, you have so to give yourself the opportunity to live life. So if yeah. there's a family dinner or a friend dinner and you want to go ham and have a meal and have dessert, for the love of God, have that dessert, have that meal. Because A, you don't get those moments back. B, you're not trying to step on stage. Mm-hmm. This is a lifestyle change. Yeah, It's yeah. not, a, you know, we're going to go competitive and just like rock the world that's a whole different world. So like be kind to yourself and like, you know, have that dessert. If you really want it, don't have it every day and don't go ham and crazy on it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, when you deprive yourself, you want it more. So you, you just learn what your body needs. If it's craving sugar and it's craving dessert, then there's probably a reason for it. Yeah. And there's a ratio. Like I think if you're eating 80% of the time, if you're eating well, 20%. 20%. Yeah, it's the 80 time. 20 rule yeah. for everything. For everything. Yeah. Marriage. Like and, you know, 80% happy, 20% crap, you know? I can, I can live with yeah. that. 80% good, 20% stress. Yeah. It's true. It's it the 80 20. It works for everything. Probably the other way. It's more like 80% stressed. 20%. The rest of it's 20%. You had a bad morning. Yeah, that's sleep nights. 80% Okay, we got four more minutes. Okay, I want to wrap up with on the final food for thought. When you're changing your lifestyle, how do you deal with others' comments throwing you up? Because there's so many times that I'm like, I really want to watch what I'm doing. And they're like... Well, can't you, what are you doing? Why, what are you keto for? Can't you just have some bread? And I'm like, I made a choice. Like, respect, respect me. So what kind of ways can you deflect or redirect without people getting aggressive? Because I find people get aggressive right. when yeah. I'm trying hmm. to say, this is my way of life now. I kind of just do exactly what you just said. Because people would harp on me for a bodybuilding. And then when I turned from bodybuilding and eating all this meat to being a vegetarian pescatarian, they're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, I'm Croatian. So like, you know, pig on a spit is like a thing in our country. Yeah. So I I do exactly. And I use that tone. This is my choice and you're going to have to respect it. And and I'm trying to set them out. Thanks. Thanks for your concern. Yeah. I think another key thing is having support, like having somebody you can call and be like, somebody just said this and you just need to 
bitch a support out. system. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to like a good way to approach it is to literally be like, okay, I made this decision because I was a vegetarian for nine years mm-hmm. and it was, it's hard. And so like, it was hundred percent, like I'm a vegetarian. You can think what you want, but I don't want your comments. Like you can, yeah. in your head, you can say like all you want, just don't physically come out and say it because yeah. it's my, like you said, my decision. Yeah. Like I chose to be a vegetarian works for me doesn't work for you and that's okay sometimes it's an educational standpoint too like oh like if someone's asking and they're like do you want to know more about this like would you like to know why i've chosen this way why i think it's working for me then sometimes like taking that educational standpoint and like saying oh here are the benefits to this like really there's a no perfect diet b you know nothing is going to work for everybody so um yeah all right. So, so just take it with a grain of salt, stand your ground, but don't make the others aggressive. Just be like, yeah. thanks. This is what I choose. And we'll bring Taryn back to talk about the gym, like the actual, like what her workouts Ooh, look like. Yeah. Cause we didn't touch on that today. And like as a not pregnant person. Cause they're different. Yeah. Okay. Both. You can do both. Can just do work out in general. Like I'd like to know your fitness workouts <laughs> and your, your uh, pregnancy workouts. Yeah. They're definitely different. That's for sure. I look forward to that. So tune in, blog goes up Mondays, podcast every Wednesdays, like us everywhere on Instagram, Eat Fitness Teach 2020, buy our stuff on Teachers Pay Teachers Eat Fitness Teach because you all know we don't make a lot. So let's support each other. Our paycheck goes to the community. We're building community. (laughs) And tune in next week. Bye. 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 Bye.